It is Season 3 Episode 2 of New Hope Underground. Thanks for joining us today. Today's episode is entitled, Not So Nice Parrots, and Ty the Surrenderer. And now here is your host Darren Hansen, with special guest host, Braden Kaiser. Hey, welcome to New Hope Underground. It is Season 3. I almost forgot what season it was. <laughs> season 3, <laughs> Episode 2. I mean, we're only in Episode 2, and I always, already forgot the season. <laughs> hey, today I've got a new guest host, and it's Braden Kaiser. What's up, Braden? Hello. How's it going? Good, man. How you doing? I'm pretty, pretty good, yeah. Now, this is exactly how this went down, just so everybody knows. <laughs> I'm downstairs. Braden walks in the door. This is, I'm at church. He walks in the door. He's going in to talk to his mom. I'm like, Braden, I need some help on a podcast. Want to help me? And so he walks upstairs and here we are. Yep. And that was it. Uh, yep. That was it. Now I know why I can, I know why, and even though the audience doesn't know, I know why I can count on you for this is because you have some podcasting mm-hmm. experience. Yeah. Tell people about your podcast. You well, are you still doing it? No, it, we kind of discontinued it after all the corona and all that. Yeah, but, it kind of got that kind of hurt things. Mm-hmm. And then we just decided to stop. But what was the name of it again? Vibin with Brayden and Michael. See, I I remember the name of it, but I wanted you to say it. Yeah, so. yeah. But anyway, mm-hmm. and it was it's pretty funny. You guys are pretty random on there. Yeah, it was very very <laughs> random. It's just whatever came across the table. Whatever was came what across the did. table. Mm-hmm. Do you have like a favorite episode? Like what were you, what did you talk about in some of your one of your favorite episodes? I think my favorite episode was where we brought a guest on, a friend I had named Trig. That was a pretty good episode because he's really funny and he just talks and talks about really funny stuff. So it was, just naturally funny. Yes, so yeah. Well, that's great. So did you have a good experience with that? I mean, did you yeah, enjoy it was it? fun. I think we'll come back to it, but we're just kind of taking a break right now. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, get the creative juices going yeah. again. You mm-hmm. know, it takes. I I have a hard time keeping up with things. That's for sure. So yeah. I'm, if people knew how how much I fly off the seat of my pants, then <laughs> nobody'd listen. So. Yeah. But no, at the same time, I think some of the spontaneity makes it more fun. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. like today, grabbing you and bringing you my office, and here we go. <laughs> Put you on a mic, mm-hmm. and uh, hey. So anyway, Braden, tell about how old are you? I'm 15. 15, and mm-hmm. what year in school are you? Sophomore. That's what I thought, sophomore. Do you know the word sophomore means wise fool? I did not. It does. It comes from <laughs> soft, Sophia in Greek, which is wisdom, and mm-hmm. and then more, which is moronic, actually, we're fool. So anyway, That's, you're a wise fool. How's that? How's that? How do you feel? Uh, <laughs> don't feel any different. So you enjoying school? Are you guys going virtually or what's going we're, on? We're in person. So you're in person. Some people chose to go virtual, but yeah, so far we're still in person. Well, that's good. You enjoying it though? Yeah, it's fine. Are you, are you, are you liking that or do you wish you were virtual? I, I would have rather been in person, so... Yeah, so, this, yeah is, this is a lot better. It's a better to learn, yes. better learning environment. Mm-hmm. Did you have to do any virtual stuff uh, like the beginning of COVID? Last year, yeah, last semester. Okay, that gets old that, after a while. Yeah, it was pretty rough. It was hard to concentrate too, you know, just sitting on the couch. You know, the TV's right there. You're really tempted to just turn it on and watch TV, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty bad. No but, doubt. Now, Braden's been a New Hope like forever. I mean, pretty, pretty sure much my whole life. Pretty much your whole life. You were born here, I think. Mm-hmm. It's somewhere down in the children's department. My mom was <laughs> pregnant when they were building the uh, the new part out there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you've been here. I'm as so old you've been as here your whole life, mm-hmm. pretty much here. Yeah. You're a new hoper yes. in the truest of sense. <laughs> a native. <laughs> but uh, now, what are, what are the things you like to do? What are some of your 
I like some to your play, hobbies. Uh, video games. Sweet. Yeah. Got a favorite game? Minecraft. Minecraft. Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. You just build stuff and build stuff. I right? do. I just to yep build stuff. That's. Man, I don't have the patience for that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know much about Minecraft. Do you destroy things too? Yeah, you can, sometimes other people's you know, stuff. You or mix it stuff? up. Well, you can you can build something like kind of simple, but like it's still fun to destroy stuff. Gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha. Well, I, I I'm really good at destroying things because it doesn't take as much patience. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the building that gets me. Yeah. You know? But anyway, hey, welcome and thanks for being my co-host yeah, on no this problem. episode. We've got some really good stuff coming up in this episode. I actually have an interview uh, with uh, Ty Griffith. He's a guy here in our church, and that's that's going to be coming up here soon. He does a little two-minute drill. So we call that the spotlight. We haven't done a spotlight in quite a while, so I'm bringing that back. And uh, we also, uh, we, I, I don't know if you've been, we, we, we've, we've started a new thing called Dr. Reed, mm-hmm. and it's my son, Reed, who is uh, not a doctor at all, but, <laughs> but he basically... Uh, he basically, we talked to him about all sorts of stuff, animals mm-hmm. and you know, things like that. Yeah. And we just, he just got done with this expose on dolphins, on oh. porpoises. You need to listen to that if you get a chance, Braden. I think but, I will. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I've got a story I want to throw at you and mm-hmm. it, was, it was talk. I always, I always have a story. Now, like I always say, almost every episode, the reason we talk about these news stories is because this is the real news. You know, mm-hmm. all the rest of the news is fake, especially when you, if people want to make an agenda out of news, then they lie about yeah. it. But this is the type of news that nobody wants to lie about because there's no reason to lie. You know, it's crazy and everybody enjoys it. So, mm-hmm. um, but, but here we go. Um, and and that is this. There was a a wildlife park in in England, mm-hmm. and they just received five parrots, you know, for yeah. for their park. They mm-hmm. put them out there. Mm-hmm. The problem was that they found out is that these five parrots just cursed up a storm, oh. and they would not stop. What? They just was swearing all the time. <laughs> oh, my God. And so they were getting ready to open up this park for public view, and they just didn't know what to do because what happened was uh, because of COVID and some other things, they actually had mm-hmm. a quarantine, these parrots, and apparently oh. all five of them didn't used to cuss, but now they do because <laughs> they were quarantined together, and apparently one of them rubbed off on the other ones. Oh, my goodness. And so now five of them are all cursing, and they don't know what to do with them because they basically said uh, that they're going to have to split them up, I guess, and put them in different parts of the park. Mm-hmm. And they're hoping that when kids go by and look at the different exhibits, that they won't hear the swearing if it's just one parrot yeah. as opposed to five at one time. Because mm-hmm. he says pretty darn loud. You can't, oh my. That's <laughs> you can't really, help but be a little bit offended. That's really bad. Have you ever been around a cursing parrot? I am not. I can't <laughs> say that I have, but... That would definitely be an experience. Oh, you're going not going to the zoo and hearing a cursing parrot. <laughs> I hear like little kid go, Mom, I think they just said, can you hear that? You know, like they, they said that what they're afraid of, though, is that they split these parrots up into different parts of the park where they're mm-hmm. going to be with other parrots that don't curse. Yeah. So they're hoping the non-cursing parrots will rub off on the, yeah. the cursing ones and maybe it'll go away. Hopefully not the other way around again. But I, I, what I found was interesting was some of the words in the actual interview. What was said by one of the park keepers was that for the last 25 years, we have always, we've always taken in parrots, mm-hmm. parrots, and they have sometimes had a bit of blue language. 
and we've kind of gotten used to it. But every now and then, you get one that swears, and uh, it's just not funny. Hmm. Uh, we always, but we, it, it I mean, was, other people they find it comical, but I guess it's not really that funny in the long run. Yeah. And it's said that uh, the more they swear around, some people laugh. Mm-hmm. You know, like the people, the zookeepers yeah. and so forth. And when they laugh, it gets the parrots going. They think oh. it's funny. Oh, and so no. they start cursing more. Oh, my goodness. And so it just kind of like sends this it's ball rolling. It's a, a loop. And the thing that I thought was just hilarious at the end of the article is he said, if they, we have, they have over 250 birds mm-hmm. at this place. And they said, if they start to teach the others bad language and I end up with 250 swearing birds, I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So anyway, I didn't know parrots taught each other. I didn't either. I mean, think about that for a second. They just, I guess you can, if you're going to get a parrot, if you have a pet parrot, I guess I've never really heard of anybody having two parrots or Mm -hmm. more parrots. Yeah. So if you put two or more parrots out there, they talk to each other. Yeah, they talk to each other Mm -hmm. and teach each other. Language, I, I mean, guess. it's it's just like them learning words off of us, I I suppose. Yeah, yeah. And that that brings up another good question, Braden. Who taught these parents? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who's teaching them how to swear? I. And when when do they have the time for this? Is this like exactly. somebody in the pet shop, or I mean, where do they get these parrots anyway? Whoever shipped them there, maybe. Yeah, from the South America or mm-hmm. something. So you've got there's someone in the process who is not doing a very nice thing. Yeah. Teaching these parrots how to curse, <laughs> and then they throw in them into uh, some sort of some, some sort of container, you will, or cage. Or I don't know what yeah. they, where they put them, but they put them in with five other ones. And next thing you know, you've got got a problem on your hands. Mm-hmm. That's and really bad. I thought it was hilarious. That Dude, is very funny. Two hundred and fifty birds, and you you know what? Do you, guys, like, what are we gonna do if they all start cursing? That. That would be bad. What kind of zoo would that be? Exactly. In fact, it might become more famous yeah. if you think about it. Uh, yeah. Become the wildlife park known for the cursing for parrots. The cursing parrots. Yeah. In fact, you might get a whole different clientele. The kids may stop coming. Yeah. The parents may the say, adults. "I'm not bringing, taking my kids there." <laughs> but anyway, what could be more funny at it? What could be more funny at a zoo than cursing parents? It, parrots. Can you think of anything else? Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, penguins doing tricks. I mean, everybody thinks that's cute. Yeah. You know, most things animals do you think are cute. Elephants pooping and peeing. Yeah. A lot of people find that entertaining for some reason, but it's disgusting. But yeah, people find that entertaining. Mm -hmm. I remember going, uh, taking my kids to the park or was the zoo in Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a small zoo and we get on the train, paid some good money to go on the train. Yeah. Majority of the train ride went around compost piles. Oh, I thought, what kind of view is this? Yeah, I don't that's that's some train. I, I wonder if they brought in some swearing parrots too. I mean, <laughs> no telling what kind of. Yeah, not sure exactly what kind of management's there. <laughs> <laughs> you ever been to a zoo like big time? Yeah, which one? St. Louis. St. Louis Zoo. Yeah, that's free, right? Yeah, pretty much. I, I mean, a lot of people go because it's free, especially if you're from around here. You know. This last couple summers ago, I was at the Omaha Zoo mm-hmm. in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. I thought Omaha, but it was a huge zoo. Really? And we went on one of those sky rides, you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? It goes over the zoo. Yeah, yeah. And there were just a couple places I was a little bit unnerved mm-hmm. that they're going over. Like, yeah. you're going over like the lion's area. Oh. I'm just thinking, what happens what if... if <laughs> I know. 
not only would you fall and get hurt, I mean, it's probably not far enough to die. I, maybe yeah. you could. I don't know if you land wrong. Mm-hmm. But if you, whatever's left of you, you can't get away if your legs are broken and the lions are like. I'm kind of hungry today. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Just kind of a scary. Yeah. Scary thing, mm-hmm. but uh, I made it. I was safe, so you know that's good. And uh, they didn't. Have, I don't remember them having any parrots. They had some talking birds, but I didn't stay mm. around long enough to see if they swore or not. <laughs> Guess I should have. Yeah. But so, any wild experiences for you then at the zoo? No. Again, oh, the most entertaining pretty, part was probably the elephants doing just their the business. Embarrassing times. Yeah. Yes. And you don't want to be around when that's going on because you're just about the right height to be under there. You know what I'm saying? That's not good. Yeah. Luckily, they didn't come that close to us, but you'd hate to be close to that uh, peace dream. That'd be pretty like, bad. You're like, fortunately, they weren't of... that close to me. It's like, what kind of zoo is it where they can get that close to you? <laughs> it's like a petting zoo for mm-hmm. elephants. Some people are saying we need to shut zoos down, you know, because they're, be, you know, being, we need to let the animals free. And mm. I think some animals, if they had a chance to talk, would say, man, I'm kicking this pretty yeah. good. This is, I, I'm, you free know, meals and, yeah, your feet. They're living the day. life in there. Yeah. You're like, you know, hosing me down mm. when I want to, you exactly. know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. When it's hot out. I don't know. It sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind living in a zoo. Yeah. Think about it. Just like a, a dog in a house, you know, I'd love to live in a house. Instead of, you know, just out in the wild like my ancestors or whatever. Yeah. And all mm-hmm. you got to do is let people come and gawk at you. Yeah, exactly. Big deal. In fact, if you're like a dangerous animal, you could scare them off real easy <laughs> if you wanted to. Just, ah, you know. I'm not in the mood today. You get out of here. We actually went to the world famous San Diego Zoo. Oh, yeah. Uh, when the kids were really little. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking it was such a ripoff because most of the animals weren't even out. You know, so you go by these empty cages, empty grass areas. It's like, world oh, famous. I came all this way to see grass. World famous, huh? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah world famous. It, mm-hmm. it would have been a lot more interesting if they would have had swearing parrots. Yes, it would have. Welcome back to Spotlight. Now, the reason I say welcome back is because we haven't had a spotlight in quite a while. Spotlight is an opportunity for us to talk to somebody in our church or on our staff or, you know, whatever, just to get to know them better. And so today we have a guest. Welcome, Ty Griffith. Hey, Ty. Hey, everybody. How you doing, man? Good. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Doing great. So welcome to New Hope Underground. Well, thanks for having me. And I know you listen to New Hope Underground. Yes, and, frequently. And and there's there's a handful of you. So I thought, well, I've got to start. <laughs> I've got to start with that handful of people. At least start interviewing you guys because we got to know how, how why your mind works the way it does. Because if you like underground, there's something crazy about you. Got to find out what makes us tick and kind of kind of replicate that. Or exactly. Uh, <laughs> That's exactly right. Now one. Now, once you uh, once you tell us a little bit about yourself, if you don't mind, just tell us, you know, about your family a little bit, and maybe how long you've been coming to New Hope and that kind of thing. Sure. Uh, so, my wife and I, we've been married. Let's see, I do the math. It's gonna be thirteen years. So, uh, and we have two kids, uh, a three and a six year old girl, girls. So, uh, life can get a little crazy sometimes. We've been going to New Hope about five years. I think Charlotte was about one when we started going to uh, to New Hope. So okay, you got two girls. Mm-hmm. Yes, wow. pray for me now. What is it like to be a dad of just girls? Um, interesting. Uh, you do find <laughs> out, you know, 
in in my household growing up, it was sports and um, you know bike rides and buddy elbows and all that stuff. And uh, you know the girls can get a little rambunctious sometimes, but there's definitely more princesses um, than I, gotcha. I ever remember. Do you do any tea parties at your house? Tea, tea, I've been involved in a tea party. <laughs> I, I'm more of more of a witnesser to some of that stuff. But uh, you know, when your little girl asks you to to play tea party, or uh, you got to do it, man. You got to do it. So now, what do you look forward to as they get older? I mean, you're gonna be carrying a two by four. Uh, yes. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> lucky enough to where um, you know their kids are attached to their cell phones. So uh, so Charlotte, if you're listening to this, don't try to turn it off. Uh, there will be GPS lock. Um, <laughs> have you heard of tile? Tiles can pretty yeah. much track anywhere. I say all this, and and uh, somebody told me a story the other day of uh, how they said, well, I can see where my kid's at. You know, they're at home like they're supposed to be because they were out. And um, they said, well, you know, and, he, and the guy was sitting there with his wife. He said, well, you know that they can just put their cell phone up in the house and then leave again. And he's like, why did you say that? <laughs> why <laughs> did you say that? So as much yeah. as I think that I'm going to be able to do anything, I really can't do anything. You can try to protect the best you can. Though. And you're already thinking about it, so that's good. <laughs> Even though your girls are young, they yeah. will get older. I hate yeah, to tell you that. Yeah, I was, I was 16 and 17 once. <laughs> now, do you have any siblings? Uh, yeah, so um, I I have a sister uh, who has my, you know, has a nephew. She just had a little boy. And uh, then I had an older brother growing up. He's about five years old. Okay, so there's a boy, another boy in the family. So right. that's good. Now, how long have you been married? Who's your, you said your wife's name? Uh, Bree. And well, how long have you guys been married? Since 2007. And our anniversary is coming up on the 13th. So. Oh, wow. I'm a Dietrich High School student, so I, I don't do math well. So, <laughs> <laughs> so but you guys are... You, you, the fact that you remember your anniversary, that's a good thing. I mean, come <laughs> yeah, on. And especially that I didn't mess it up on the mess it up on here for you to play over and over and over again. <laughs> now, Ty does insurance. You're an insurance guy. Yes. I recently just started my own independent agency here in June. So um, a lot of wisdom. A little commercial into, there. Griffith Insurance. Griffith Insurance. Yes. Uh, you know, started in June in the middle of a pandemic. Everybody wants to start a, a business in the middle of a pandemic, <laughs> yeah, who doesn't? Right? Who doesn't? Yeah, who does that? <laughs> I, we've had a couple friends of mine that have started businesses right about then too, uh, alongside of you. So I know it hasn't been easy, that's for sure. But you're up and running. Up and running, doing so well. That's good. Now, w- one thing, like I said before, you listen to New Hope Underground. You were telling me that uh, one of uh, Dr. Reed's stories about the Muddy Monster down in Murfreesboro area, uh, I guess that kind of struck a chord with you. Oh yeah, well, um, you know, I'm, I'm a total science fiction nerd. Oh so, yeah, oh yeah. Uh, so when you talk about something like that, he did he did a lot of research, and you could tell by all the research that he did that he had, you know, stories. And I, you know, to be honest, he could have made half of it up. But if he made half of it up, then that's even better. He could have, and I'm not even sure myself if he did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you but what. I think he read quite a bit about it. He really. Okay, did. I was gonna say yeah. if, if he made half of that up as convincing as I I heard it, he needs to be like a, a used car salesman somewhere. <laughs> well, see, he actually got, he actually got cued in from uh, Brittany Palmer, who comes to our church here. And she's, she made a comment about, because we were talking about Bigfoot and Sasquatch and all that stuff. And so she made a comment, have you ever heard about this? And so he, it got him really interested. So he started reading everything about it. So anyway. So yeah. So that, that's. Uh, have you ran into that guy, that big money monster? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. But I really want to write like some fan fiction on it now. Like that's. 
you know, I have like no time to do so, but I have this deep <laughs> desire to write fan fiction about the Muddy Monster because I hadn't heard of it either. You know, and I've lived in Effingham County my entire life. Now it's a few counties. So away. it was new to you too. It was new to me as okay, well. Yeah. Okay. Now, have you ever been to Murfreesboro? Yeah, I've been Southern to Murfreesboro. Yeah, yeah, okay. se- several times. Now, see, had I known about it, we, there would have been like, you know, late nights. It probably wouldn't have been good because there would have been like a late night search for this muddy monster. Muddy monster. Somewhere, <laughs> and, it, and it would probably wouldn't have ended well. Well, see, that you can take your girls someday. Take your girls down there, camp out, tell stories, freak them out. Yeah. You know, yeah. make sure they got their GPS on. Yeah, there, there is a story I do have for you. <laughs> Um, and since I know she's not going to listen, I can tell it. Okay. Um, so my father took us all camping down to a sandbar and I don't know how this all went down exactly, but there was a bullfrog and it was, you know, bullfrog, I can't do the ribbit, but it goes ribbit, ribbit, real (laughs) loud and deep. Real loud bullfrog. Somehow my dad, and for whatever reason, he convinced her that it was a bear. (laughs) And so she believed that this bullfrog was a bear and to the point to where we almost had to leave. Oh, you're kidding. Nope. She, that, she got that scared. She got that scared about it because he <laughs> had been, he had convinced her that it was a bear. So, Oh, my goodness. Well, I, I we have bullfrogs all around my house, and I've... I'd be scared half to death of the road. It'd be, there must be like 20,000 bears around my, <laughs> my property. Maybe it's the muddy monster. Maybe it is. Well, someday you're going to have to go down there and then report back to us. Maybe maybe we'll give your own section of the podcast. Go down there. I have to go down there late at night with a microphone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe sure. you'll find that. If you don't find that, maybe you'll find a bullfrog or a bear or something. I like, think I'll probably find a police officer and I have a hard time. <laughs> you know, officer. That's this, what you're going to find. Yeah. So I, I'm just yeah. down here with a flashlight and a microphone, but this is really about a church podcast. I promise you. And he's like, hey, this isn't the first time, buddy. <laughs> you know, we've had lots of guys down here looking, you know, gals looking for the money monster. With their cameras and their equipment. Anyway, let me know when you're going. Maybe I'll tag along. There we go. Well, hey, I, I wanted to uh, spend a little time, too, just getting to know your testimony a little bit. I mean, when did you actually become a Christian? So I really considered myself a Christian since probably the age of 11 or 12. Okay. Um, my parents said went to church uh, at, you know, lived two blocks away from a little church. And we went for about a year and then we kind of stopped going. But I'd always considered myself a Christian. We we went to different churches and things. Um, but right about, right about, right after we had Charlotte, we kind of went around the different churches and that's where we found New Hope. Okay. Um, so I started, we started coming every week. Um, I started opening my heart to the message um, and in particular, and I think I talked about this to somebody else today, it seemed a lot like, for whatever reason, just a coincidence probably, that the messages always seemed to be about me. Oh, to yeah. the point to where Bree would look over at me and be like, did, did you get anything <laughs> out of that? And it We would, talk about that when we plan the sermons, actually. Yeah, just, we want to make sure this me. is about Todd Griffith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I really appreciate that <laughs> uh, because nobody needs Jesus more than me, that's for sure. Um, so... I just started opening my heart to the message and, um, and really the point for me was when I started really saying that prayer of surrender every day, just, and, 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 you know, I must say all this with a grain of salt because I am a sinner. Like I, I, I am far from, uh, self-righteous. I'm far from perfect. Um, I mess up all the time each and every day. 
Um, but what I do know is that even in the worst things that I've ever done in my life, that, uh, that God knows about them and, uh, and he forgives me for them. And, uh, he sees me like he sees Jesus. And so when I, when I think about it at that point, that's, that's kind of what led me to decide to get baptized. Um, gosh, I don't know if I should admit this or not, but, uh, on the day to get baptized, like nothing went right. Right. So one of those days, yeah. one of those days, I pop open the garage door, uh, I actually back one of the cars into another one oh, on no. the way. And so just like nothing went right, but, uh, I did go end up getting baptized, which was great experience. You, you were there. Yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> so at age, let's see, what was that? Two or three years ago at age 35, I, for the, for the first time became baptized. And so, and this church was a big part of that. Um, I should say that. Um, so in a way, when you were younger, I mean, you or you said you, you kind of uh, called yourself a Christian in the sense that you, you went to church, you knew Jesus was, but it, it took, there was a few years there before, seemingly, what you kind of told me before, a few years before you actually came under conviction to really change, I guess. Is yeah. Way, or how yeah. the Holy Spirit change your life and transform you. Yeah, I think that I'd call myself the, I mean, I hate to say it, but I'd call myself the typical American Christian to where I'm, you know, I, I believe in God and Jesus, but I'm not going to let it change me, right? Right. So, and that and that's the kind of difference in mindset that will tra- transform you. You have to want to be different. You have to want to die to your old self. You have to, you have to want to be a different person and a better person. And I mean, I, I know it. I know that I was a different person than even just a few years ago, which is kind of hard to admit. But, um, but really you do change and you just, you have to want it though. That's awesome. What do you, what do you love most about Jesus? I know I, it's a loaded question, but. Well, I'm, I'm a pretty confident person. So for somebody to have the ability, I guess, to have the whole world could be possibly yours. You know, even the devil was tempting, tempting Jesus. The whole world could be yours. And instead, just the amount of torture that he went through, mm. just, just, you know, for me, right. for, for all of us, for, and I just can't imagine not giving in to the temptation. I give in to so many, you know, we all sit. Wow. I give in to sin yeah. all, and all the time. I give in to so many little sins. Can you imagine being, you know, yeah. you know, not giving in to sin in those different instances where he didn't. That's awesome. No, it's, it's a beautiful, the cross, beautiful picture of grace, but also I think we forget it's a torture tool. You know, we, we see it as something hanging around your neck or something decorative, uh, but he turned the torture tool into something that is beautiful. So no, that's great. What, uh, I know that, you have used the word with me anyway. We talk a lot. You love the word surrender. You used it once already in this conversation. What does surrender mean, and why is it such an important word to you when it comes to the Christian life? So surrender is basically giving God or the Holy Spirit control of your life. Um, left to my own devices, I say it all the time, and some people don't like like it when I say it. Uh, left to my own devices that. Um, it's going to lead to misery and death. Like mm. I am, I am a, I am part of this world. Right. Um, I, you know, I'm broken just like this world, but when I surrender my actions or at least, and at least ask, 
you know, God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit to be in control and ask for that will to be done, that's what's going to lead to good things happening. Right, right. Now, it, it may hard be hard to see or even believe at times. However, th- I know that that's going to be better for me than what I'm going to decide. Right. So I'm surrendering over to something that I don't exactly know what's going to happen, but I want somebody else to take control because I don't want to be behind the wheel anymore. That's awesome. That's a great picture the way it should be because it's all about trust. I mean, the fact that we would trust God enough to understand that he has our best interest at heart and we're going to let him drive, like you said, move over and let him drive. No, I think it's really, really good. Uh, Ty, let me ask you one last question before we do the two-minute drill, which I think you're going to be excited about. But uh, seriously, if you had uh, one thing you could tell someone else about about Jesus as to you know that doesn't know him, that 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 maybe they've had a bad experience with church, or maybe they 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 have some heavy addictions in their life, or or maybe they're just some. Some issues that are holding them back from actually having faith or surrendering, like you said. What what would you say? I would just go back to that. Think about the worst thing in your life that you've ever done. Just picture it for a minute. Think about the worst thing that you've ever done in your entire life that maybe even nobody else knows about. Think about that. And Jesus knows it, Mm. but he chooses to love you anyway. Mm. He He chose to die for that for the worst thing that you ever did, the worst mistake you ever made. And I think that when you're in your worst, in these worst moments, when you really need somebody, that's whenever we seek out Jesus. And we, sh- and we should. But we should also seek him out in the good times as well because mm-hmm. he's there for us. And I think that's where the difference is, is not just seeking Jesus in the bad times and the lows, but also in the highs as well. That's awesome. Hey, thank you very much. Appreciate hey, you, you sharing your story. And are you ready for our two-minute drill? Yeah, I get to throw a football, right? Always. And now it is time for the two-minute drill. Favorite flavor of Jello? I'm going to say red. I don't really ever eat Jello. Cherry, strawberry, raspberry? Uh, say cherry. Cherry, okay, no good. Idea. Hiking in the Himalayas? Water skiing in Wisconsin or hang gliding in Honduras? Uh, hang gliding, I think that's the less effort part. <laughs> Rather own a parrot or a python? Parrot. Why? Uh, a python could kill me. I think I could take a parrot. <laughs> you could take a parrot. Yeah. Okay, you have to watch a movie today. Is it going to be action movie, a mystery, or a, a rom-com? Uh, probably action. I uh, just finished... Uh, Cobra Kai, so I think it's probably going to be action at this point. Awesome. 80s. Uh, type of M&M, the plain ones, the peanut, or the almond? Peanut. Okay. Halloween costume, you have to pick one of these three things. Would you be a giraffe, a giant lizard, or a giant rat? Probably a giant lizard. Uh, I've been, I have a dinosaur costume. Oh, perfect. Your favorite amusement park ride? Um, the Beast. Is that, is that a Six Flags? I think it's... I haven't been in a long time. I think it's... Um, is it like a roller coaster? It's a roller coaster. Okay. Uh, yeah. Awesome. How about... There's a, they're going to write a movie about your life. Who plays your part? Which which uh, which celebrity? Uh, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. What's your favorite New Hope Underground story? Uh, well, probably the Muddy Monster, but also uh, the dude that spent time in a, 
I, I keep on wanting to say a bucket. It's not a bucket, but it's he's, like a barrel. He was it's in a, a barrel. barrel, like the, the yeah, on top of a pole. On top of a he, pole. He set like a Guinness Book of World Record, being there for so many days. I think it's like seventy-eight days or something crazy. Yeah, I I don't get it though. That's not me. Like I <laughs> I, I I guess I guess it's just because I don't understand what You're the motivation gonna, is. You won't you won't do that for Jesus, huh? Put you in a, a barrel on top of a pole. I'm just joking. Does somebody give me cheeseburgers? I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Last one. Favorite holiday and why? Christmas. Absolutely. And why? Well, first of all, Jesus's birthday. I think Christmas is just overall the the spirit of everybody. Um, what we'll, we'll kind of? I guess it's 2020, so everything can change. <laughs> but uh, just if you go shopping around Christmas time, just the joy that you can feel in other people. And so but I really it, wish that was all the time. That doesn't do it for you at Valentine's Day or Labor Day or anything. It's got to be Christmas. It's got to be Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, I know yeah, what you're saying. There's a whole culture to it. Yeah, I don't get I don't get the people, uh, no, no offense to you folks that have been celebrating uh, um, Halloween because it's Christmas season. <laughs> um, I think Sturkey's around here somewhere. He'll probably back me up. He might have his tree up already. When do you start listening to Christmas music? Oh, it never stops. Never stops. All well, year you got round. Christmas in July, so that already happened. Thanks, Ty. That was a two-minute drill. Hey, we've had another fun experience. And Braden, thanks for being my co-host. Yeah, no problem. Uh, we've I've got a couple of things I want to kind of talk about as we do some shout-outs. I love to do shout-outs, which, Braden, I don't know if you've ever heard of shout-outs. Basically, shout-outs, mm-hmm. basically what I do is... It's just people I notice in the church who are doing good stuff mm-hmm. say, hey, thanks. You know, yeah. other people may not notice. But uh, we just had a worship night at Shelbyville last Sunday night. And there were a lot of a lot of people pitching in to help that out. So just shout out to all the people that helped out the Shelbyville experience, if you will, for lack mm-hmm. of a better term. It's like, mm-hmm. I think they're called First Sundays. We just do one service a month right now. Other Spruce Street Studios there in Shelbyville, and it was a good time. Mm-hmm. Had a good time out there, and uh, Drew uh, led the worship, and yeah. uh, Tyler Sturkey did the sermon, and we had a lot of volunteers though that are helping out with greeting and with mm-hmm. kids, and it's just it's a job trying to get a hold mm-hmm. of their service going. So I appreciate mm-hmm. that, and then also uh, youth group stuff's been going on. Now, now you you're in the, you're a high schooler, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. What, are you in a small group? Yeah. What, what group are you in? Karina Williams. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're still in this. She's still with you. And mm-hmm. you were in that in junior high. Yep, I was. So that's great. So yeah. how many people you got in that group, you think? Oh, like five. Five? Yeah, not so very many. That's all right. That's mm-hmm. good. So you guys you guys are not having like small group, small group probably. I mean, you guys are like having... What's going well, on right they, now? You guys, they changed it. So like yeah. they made up these rooms at 180. They call it like small group rooms or something. So okay. we have like the real small group there in those rooms. And then. But everybody, have, everybody kind of shows up. Yeah. On, everybody in comes group. on the same day. So all the, all the small groups are on the same day and each small group has their own room. I got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got your own room. Mm-hmm. You get to decorate it. Yeah. They're all decorated. You get to put your own, I mean, you decorate it for whatever you want, like posters and put up beanbag chairs like your bedroom no <laughs> whatever chairs and they don't trust couches. you with that no okay Mm-mm. so what's been what do you what's been going on with that i mean you guys enjoying you guys been doing anything crazy no not really nothing crazy Mm-mm. youth group you're supposed to do something crazy yeah could be something crazy you guys don't like, eat eat uh whipped cream or anything or <laughs> nope you don't you know you know like 
Bob for apples or I don't no. know. You guys don't do anything. Mm-mm. Wow. Well, we do have these things called hangouts. Uh-huh. So that's basically like, that's like the hangout part of the small group. Oh, so that's where you do, that's where you do the crazy stuff. separate days. Yeah, that's where we do the crazy stuff. Now, what kind of crazy stuff do you do? Um, toilet papery. Oh, mm-hmm. am I supposed to know this? <laughs> I don't think I mean, you like sneak around to people's houses or like, or, and, and TP their houses? Yeah. That's what you do during hangouts. Well, we like set things out. So, you know, we have like a hangout in December. We'll probably do like a Christmas party or whatever. Okay. And you're not going to TP somebody's house every single time. No. It's no. just kind of theme because it's yeah. fall. Yeah. That's what you do around Halloween. Yep. Pretty much. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, no whipped cream involved. Nope. Dang not it. yet. Anyways. Yeah. I don't know if you can actually have youth group without whipped cream. I just, I just don't, I don't think that's possible, but oh, well, more power to you guys, yeah. you know, God mm-hmm. bless you. Well, shout out to uh, Karina and uh, yeah. your guys' small group. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to, I'll tell you what, you bring the whipped cream next time and see what I happens. Will. I'll bring the whipped just cream Just bring it and time. don't say anything. <laughs> just set it just on the sit, table. In set the it on the table the and just see what happens. Yep. And I guarantee you there will be fun. Someone. Fun will happen. Mm-hmm. Somebody will open the can of fun. And it'll, it'll, something will happen that'll, it'll just, you know, it'll be unusual. Let's put it mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. Unusual so is fun. You heard it right here in New Hope Underground. Braden Kaiser is going to bring the whipped cream. Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we should do that on Sunday morning too. Let's yes. bring a can of whipped cream. Set it. Set it on, on every the, pew. Every yes. pew. Mm-hmm. Every pew gets one. It'll be like reserved seating, but it's a can of whipped cream. And we don't say anything about it, but nope. we get up on stage and go, okay, we're going to count down three. Mm-hmm. To and just see, see what, what happens. see what see happens. Who if people gets grab the them? Or, <laughs> people just automatically assume the countdown is <laughs> a whipped cream fight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the way to do it. I know. I know. Just we need to, you need to spice things up mm-hmm. somehow, some way. You know. And you know the new churchcomers. You know, first time. Yeah. That's that's a way to. Welcome them it's a, in. It's a very warm, welcoming way. Yeah. Say, hey, we're so glad you're here. Exactly. We want to cover you in whipped cream, <laughs> and uh, hope you, you yeah. know, hope you have a good day. That's exactly right. <laughs> Welcome. Jesus loves you, and He also loves whipped cream. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, it makes it more exciting. You never yeah. know what you, you know. What's the crazy? Do, do you have like the craziest thing you can think of that you ever done at youth group? Like you've been here all your life. We said you were mm-hmm. born downstairs. So, yeah. so like, uh, what's most fun thing you've ever done? Probably toilet paper. Yeah. It's the toilet paper. Yeah. You stick with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, who's can you tell us like whose house you went after? No, that's secret. Yeah, because we're gonna do it again. Oh, <laughs> now I'm really interested to know. Don't worry. I think everybody. I mean, tell me here. No one's gonna hear it. No one's gonna know. Yeah, just all the people who <laughs> listen to this. This is the podcast. Yeah. His name is Braden B R A D E N <laughs> Kaiser K I S E R. And uh, just DM us at New Hope Underground on Instagram or at New Hope Underground on Facebook. You can message us there and just uh, just you know let us know if you have any idea uh, who if you're the one that's being TP'd yeah. and if you're wondering you, who is doing it. If you think I TP'd you I tell you what, yeah, if you think you were TP by Braden Mm -hmm. and his cohorts, Mm -hmm. now if you find an empty can of whipped cream in your yard, that's when you'll know. That's when you'll probably. (laughs) That is my mark. Yeah, that's the mark you leave. That's the mark. 
That's the that's like the card or the yeah. black rose or mm-hmm. what you know exactly yeah, ace of spades mm-hmm. yeah whatever that you that you leave to uh, your trademark yeah so there you go folks you have it right there now <clears throat> I uh, I've often thought though that it's it's hard to uh, it's hard to get serious in youth group unless you do something crazy mm-hmm. you know but you gotta have yeah. both you have to have both you things have to going on. let it out and then you can get serious uh, yeah exactly mm-hmm. yeah. Because once you, you once you're sweating, you know you get kind of all right. Let's settle down and. I always thought if there's a youth group night when people aren't sweating, something's wrong. Exactly. Somebody needs to be mm-hmm. sweating, you know. Exactly. Crank the heat up. Usually it was me because I sweat like a pig. <laughs> me too. I sweat <laughs> at anything. Just 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 think about moving and you start exactly. sweating. <laughs> Sit stand up from my seat, <laughs> dripping sweat. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Now. Do you, uh, what do you, you also help out around the church with, with different yeah, things like you working, mm-hmm. working for the church right now, aren't you? Yeah. What are you doing? Well, just kind of whatever projects they throw at me and Tony. We just, the so, maintenance guy. Yeah. You guys are maintenance guys. Yes, we are. So you do a little bit of everything. Yeah, pretty working much. Working the yard. Mostly painting though. We've done quite a, a bit of painting. Yeah. Wow. Well, so there you go. Mm-hmm. I, I could, you know, will you guys do my house? How much you paying? <laughs> oh, it's supposed to pay? I thought oh. just since I was a pastor, it was free. I guess not. We'll oh, well. You discount. <laughs> Get the pastor, pastor discount. discount. I got a little card, you know, mm-hmm. for that. Exactly. So that's fantastic. Coupon. <laughs> hey, thanks for uh, helping me out on no this problem. podcast. Yeah. And uh, we got the shout outs. Let's see what else we got. Uh, anything coming up? Uh, let's see. We've we've got, we were, Drew and I, on the last episode, a preview, or one of the preview, the last, I think it was the last episode, we we're talking about holidays coming mm-hmm. up. And something good needs to happen in 2020, yeah, for crying out loud. Exactly. So you looking forward to any of these holidays? You like Thanksgiving? Do you like Christmas? I, I mean, like Thanksgiving and Christmas. I like them both. I love You're, them. You love them. Yes. Yeah. Especially Thanksgiving. You get out of school. Yeah. You get to eat. Especially Thanksgiving. That's your favorite. Yeah. Why is that? Just because of eating? Oh, yeah. I love food a lot. <laughs> Especially if it's like good food. If it's bad food, you know, I'll eat it if I have to. Is there, what's your favorite Thanksgiving food, like of all the foods? I Like pumpkin pie, turkey, cranberry decide. sauce. Do you like cranberries? Yeah, I like cranberries. You don't care. You just I, eat it I all. pretty much eat everything that they put out there. Gotcha. You like mm-hmm. a vacuum. Yes. Gotcha. Well, we've got a lot of good holidays coming up, a lot of good mm-hmm. things. So in the next few episodes, well, I'm sure we'll keep talking about it because we got, we got to look forward to something. And yeah. The year's got to turn around here a little yeah. bit. That's for sure. Hey, thanks for again for being on the show mm-hmm. and we'll have you back. Is that yeah. cool? And, and yeah. then we'll be listening too, and I'll be able to pitch your podcast whenever you bring it back. Yes. I'll pitch it on this podcast. Exactly. So new hope underground nation, make sure you listen to Braden's podcast whenever it comes back and I'll tell you yeah. about it. You, know, you we'll can look. watch the old episodes too. Yeah, you can. And it's yeah. a vibing with Braden. And Michael. And Michael. Yeah. Vibing. V-I-B-I-N. Yes. Right? Vibing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got it with Braden and Michael. Check him out on iTunes, I guess. Uh, Spotify. Spotify. Mm-hmm. Check it out on Spotify. Spotify and YouTube. And that reminds me, we're now on uh, Amazon Music and YouTube. Mm-hmm. So check us out there for New Hope Underground too. So in case you are using, have never ever used that platform, try it out anyway. And uh, that's about it. Hey, adios.